This podcast is brought to you by Backwards Hat Films and is recorded at Triptych Media Studios. Tonight we have a chance to say, yeah, you're right. We're too extreme. We're too wild. We're too out of control. We're too full of our own snish. Or we have a chance to say, hey, hope you, you're wrong. Hope you, we're right. Because you have all made it to the dance. Because believe me, this is the dance. All right, I think we're live. And three, two, one, go. We are. That was a cluster, man. Yeah. <laughs> that was a cluster. <laughs> Apology, my apologies. I've had a thing set up on here. I can't hear anything. Uh, I've had a thing set up on here for probably a week now. Yeah. And I screwed that up because of the internet connection. And uh, I screwed, I don't I have no idea where our levels are. I'm going to listen to it right here. And we're going to see if we're working. So, anyone... Yeah, so, I don't know. We're just going to go with this like we're just recording a regular podcast and it's not live on Facebook. As you can see, we're in the new garage. And I think our... Talk for me, Glenn. What's up, everybody? How y'all doing tonight? All right, I think you sound fine. Okay. Just fine. Yeah, so this is the garage. <laughs> this is a cool little setup, yo. Yeah, it is. Dutch, belt on. Hold on, Sai, before you come in, box boy. For those of you joining us audio-wise, right here, over here, come this way. I don't know. I don't know how many people we have joining us. Come right here, right here. All right, before we get into our intros, today is a special day, right? Why is today a sp- talking to the mic? Today, why is today a special day? Because it's my birthday. That's right, it's Box Boy's birthday. So me and Glenn are going to take one second to sing Box Boy here, otherwise known as Sai, Happy Birthday. <laughs> All right, so on three, you going to sing with us? Yeah. One, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear box boy. Happy birthday to you. Cha cha cha! Yay! All right, you want to, do you want to say anything to the hordes of listeners that we have right now? There's only one because we messed up the live stream. Nope. Nope. Okay. Nope. That's it. You'll see us later. All right, I'm sorry, guys. I did mess it up. I'm about to post it again so uh, people can see it. God, I can't believe I messed it up. Yeah. We're here. We're live. Uh, Glenn, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Well, I guess I need to do the whole intro, right? I got, I'm so thrown <laughs> off right now. This is for, the, for those of you catching us for the first time, uh, we usually have Dutch here, but Dutch had an emergency, and he couldn't make it. So uh, Glenn is stepping in place. Yes, what Glenn doesn't know is Glenn will soon become a permanent member of our 
wrestling open forum team. Oh, snap. So this is this is his like unofficial interview of this hour and a half of wrestling open forum that we're throwing up here. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so Glenn, tell people know about me and Dutch because uh-huh. we do this every week, uh-huh. and uh, the people, especially who listen at home on iTunes, uh-huh. know everything about me and Dutch because we talk about our interests, what we do, my my history in wrestling, uh-huh. his history as a fan of wrestling, and kind of, kind of in wrestling. So give the people while I pull up the thing on our on the iPad, uh-huh. give the people like an overview of. Like how how you got into wrestling, uh, your history as a fan in wrestling, and what's your most memorable wrestling moment? Okay, uh, I started off as a wrestling fan very young. Uh, both grandparents were wrestling fans. Uh, I uh, remember sitting at their house and uh, watching wrestling with my grandfather. Uh, my grandmother, she was a wrestling fan. She took me to like one of my uh, first uh, live events. Uh, in those days, I was more of a NWA, WCW fan. Of course. Uh, and, you know, they passed away at, when I was uh, a young child. So I just carried on the memory of, uh, you know, watching wrestling. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a professional wrestler. But uh, that route went a different way. So Gotcha. Uh, that's how I really got into wrestling and stuff, and I've I've watched it ever since I can remember. Uh, some of my fondest memories of wrestling, I remember uh, my first live event was in, uh, I believe it was Greensboro. Uh, Greensboro Coliseum? Yeah. Nice. With uh, Ric Flair versus Ronnie Garvin in a steel cage match. That was like my first live nice. wrestling match. And I've just been hooked ever since, like – Anybody that ever talks to me, I'll tell them straight up, I'm a wrestling fan. I watch it. I love it. I want some more of it. <laughs> nice. So what's, what, that, is that your most memorable? That's my most memorable. Uh, I have some moments that are my favorites and some that even shocked me uh-huh. uh, from wrestling. Uh, like, wrestling moment that shocked me was uh, yeah, seeing this. Dusty Rhodes uh, when he got attacked by the Road Warriors. Uh-huh. And they tried to gouge his eye out with the spike. Yeah. I was like, yo, is this real? Like, they're going to really do that on live TV to Dusty Rhodes? And, like, I still have memories of that. Like, it, like, scared me as a kid seeing that. Yeah. So, like, that was That's like, the beauty of it, man. Yeah. Like, I tell people all the time, and we'll, we'll get into everything, and I'll get into how this show runs. This is your first time listening or watching live on Facebook on Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. or 7.10 like tonight after I screw up the first stream and have to make everybody try to find this next one. But we got five going, so we're, we're building. We're building. I, mean, I need to turn my ass down. You sound good. I sound, I'm yelling at people. Okay. Okay, so... This is my biggest my biggest pet peeve. Whenever you uh, get out, like get into wrestling, uh-huh. and you become uh, kind of in the know about the business and what's uh-huh. going on, and that's like you that you you lose that. Uh-huh. It's I mean, like when I went to film, I, t- I used the analogy of when I went to film school uh-huh. and learned about techniques and the way films are made and et cetera, et cetera. Uh-huh. It uh, kind of like it kind of dumbs down. Like the more you know, the less you are, the less you are to be surprised yeah. or appreciate. I mean, not appreciate. Appreciate yeah. is not the right word, but you know what I'm saying. You know yeah, what I'm saying? What you're saying. So it's hard to it's hard to like keep that fandom uh, going. Yeah. And uh, if you guys hear anything in the background, that's Box Boy <laughs> shooting uh, 
Nerf darts. Shooting Nerf darts, <laughs> but it's his birthday, so we can't. You're not? What are you doing? All right, guys. If somebody's calling in from Lawndale, uh, I mean, I don't have I don't have the hookup on my phone because I have a new iPhone. <laughs> so uh, here, hold on. I don't know. I don't know who that was. Sorry. Uh, yeah, we don't have the hookup, so we're not going to do call-ins today. So I apologize. I mean, I can't. I, t- I tell you what, my phone's almost dead. But until my phone, whoever, if that was whoever's calling from Lawndale. Uh, if that was, if that, if anybody calls, I'll hold it up. I'll put it on speakerphone. I'll hold it up to the mic. We're going to do this, uh, like very old school <laughs> style. And, uh, once again, uh, we are the wrestling open forum show. Uh, we do this live every Tuesday post on iTunes tonight at midnight. So every Wednesday you can download the episode, uh, at the, on iTunes, or you can go to the brand new open forum or open forum show.com. That's beautifully done. Uh, the guys over there did an amazing job setting it up. Uh, and, and you can watch a replay of this live stream, or you can listen to the episode uh, at, at work tomorrow. Yep. <laughs> that's what we all do. But, uh, but yeah, so uh, that's what we do. It's kind of an open forum style. Uh, we, we will allow call-ins until my phone dies. I got met 20%, guys. So if you want to call in, do it within the first, like, 45 minutes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. <sighs> yes, box boy. So if you're gonna talk, you gotta come talking to the phone. I mean, into the uh, <laughs> microphone. It's uh, like, listen, guys. If this is your first time listening, it's we usually don't have box boy. Usually doesn't talk. He just dances with the box on, and now he doesn't have a box, and he uh, wants to talk. But it's his birthday, so we have to let him do whatever he wants to. Who's your favorite wrestler? Um, John Cena. <laughs> you gotta do it loud. They can't hear you. My favorite wrestler right there, right there. is John Cena. There it is. There it is. There. Okay. All right. Go shoot some darts. Okay. But yeah. So uh, that's Box Boy. If you're just now jumping in, uh, once again, guys. Uh, Chris Knighton said, "Happy birthday, Box Boy." What do you say? Thank you. All right. Yeah. So thank you, Chris. He, Chris is our audio technician today. So Chris, if any time, if at any point the audio gets out of whack, it's up to you on the stream to tell us what's going on. <laughs> Cyrus, we're doing a show here. <laughs> but yeah, so we have a lot to talk about in professional wrestling. Uh, we are. This is episode twenty-two. Cy, we're doing a live show. I feel, I, but I can't fuss out. No. Like I wanna, I wanna be like Cy. We're doing it, but I can't because it's his birthday. He yeah. can do whatever he wants to. Just don't, please, hey, rule of thumb, please do not shoot me, Glenn, because we're focused and trying to do the show. Okay. Here, Glenn, I'm going to push okay. this so you can see it, too. Okay. That way you can see. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, so I guess this is the official welcome to Glenn. So, uh, hopefully next week, if Dutch doesn't pansy out again, <laughs> uh, we'll have me, Dutch, and Glenn all yes. right here at the, de- at the desk yeah, that needs like to be cleaned sh- off. We, need, we can do the shield bump. Yeah, every time, every show. Believe. <laughs> All right, so, once again, this is The Garage. This is the Wrestling Open Forum show. I've done the intro four times now. We're losing people because I'm jumping in, I'm, uh, jumping around. But, hey, why not? Let's jump into it. You ready to jump into it, Yes, Glenn? sir. All right, do you want, like, I'm, I'm conflicted because I feel like the, the one thing that we need to talk about uh-huh. is Survivor Series and TakeOver War Games. All uh-huh. right. So, 
I was, I'm not going to go into each one of them. I'm going right. to let you choose which one we go over first. So the first episode, or the first one, do we do our favorite of the two, or do we do the our least favorite of the two? Least favorite of the two. Least favorite of two, so that has to be Survivor Games. Yeah. Survivor Series. Yeah. Okay. I about said Survivor Games. Survivor <laughs> Series. Combine okay. The two. So do you, do I need to pull it up, or do you have it memorized the, uh, the match order for Survivor Series? The match order? I think I got it pretty good memorized. All right. Well, we'll opening. See, I've only I only watched the highlights because yeah. I I had no interest in uh, in Survivor Series. Okay. So I watched the highlights the next day. I watched every second. Right. I don't. I never watch every second of a show. <laughs> I watched every second of uh, War Games. Okay. Of the War Games pay per view yeah. from NXT. So I can go over that one with you. Two, like gotcha. twofold, but but you just fill me in on your take on the Survivor Series. Okay, now I will admit this: I did not catch the kickoff show, but I heard what happened. We don't have to talk about this. So, well, well, something like substantial did happen, correct? Uh, not to my knowledge. Oh no, <laughs> sorry. Um, Why would they do something substantial? Yeah, on yeah. the kickoff. Show. Fair enough. But uh, okay, the show kicked off. I think with uh, New Day versus the Shield. In my opinion, I think that was uh done pretty good. I think it was a very solid match between both teams. Mm-hmm. I really was pulling for the New Day to beat the Shield, you know, to show that they were a legit, you know, faction and group, and they could, they could hold their own against a group like the Shield. Uh, but it was a solid match. You know, kudos to all those guys involved. And uh, I want to say, I almost want to say it was the match of the night. You think so? Yeah. Uh, all right. I got I got them. I got the results pulled up right here. Okay. All right. So uh, I guess they go from bottom to top. Matt Hardy. So Elias beat Matt Hardy, though. Yeah. In the kickoff show. Yeah. yeah I heard about that. I ain't watching. I heard. Now I heard. Uh-huh. I don't know if it's true or not. I heard that Kalisto and Enzo Amore had like a really good showing, like a really good match. Uh Well, I, the kickoff show. Like I said, I didn't watch it. I just know who won. And uh, who lost? I didn't get a chance to check it out yet. Um, but uh, from their previous two bouts, I want to say they probably <laughs> do have a little bit of chemistry together. Okay. Um, I like that Enzo is with the cruiserweight division because it shows he can hold his own on his own. Yeah. And he just ain't a punching bag for a bunch of big guys anymore. And gotcha. he's dominating in the matches too. Um, so, I mean – I, Enzo's growing on me. I yeah. will say that. So, I'm like I'm game on Enzo right now. Yeah, he's, I feel he's like growing Enzo, on me too. Because like before, I was like, man, this dude's not gonna last too long. You know, even when Neville took on him and Neville yeah. just destroyed him, then after that, you know, he became cruiserweight champ, and then he just started having like these competitive matches, like back and forth action. And I was like, okay, yeah. I see Enzo. You know. He's like, he's growing on me. I feel like Enzo is like I never, I never gave Enzo the credit that he deserves, yeah. and uh, I think that like his gimmick is uh, one of those heel gimmicks that you're, when you first see it, you're just gonna be like, oh my god, <laughs> this is horrible. Yeah. Like just get just get rid of him. But I feel like the more that he like goes, the yeah. more that he pushes, like pushes the limit, pushes yeah. up against the cruiserweights yeah. and all that. The more people are going to jump on it and yeah. jump in, like get invested in his gimmick. <laughs> but uh, we'll we'll get to Brad. We'll get okay. to the Shield and New Day match. Ugh. But uh, the kickoff match was 
Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus oh, yeah, Briz- Breezango. Yeah. Was that good? I didn't catch that one either. The first Man, match I you saw. You are my WWE guy. <laughs> The like, first match Dutch I called you was... <laughs> you, did you and Dutch not watch this together, or did y'all watch Dutch? I went to Dutch's house, and the first match that came on, he was playing WWE 2K18 oh, when I got there. And the first match we this saw was the Dutch, Shield versus the... Uh, Dutch screws up the show <laughs> before, like, not even being here, he screws up the show. <laughs> but, uh, so, so skip that. I think, yeah. I, I personally, I'm friends with both Kevin and Sammy, uh-huh. so any match they do is good, yeah. even if even if it's not. Even if, it should have been a good and match. And Brizango, yeah. those are two talented guys. Yeah. Too. So, we're going to say we're going to give it a, what, what's your grade? Do we need to start doing, <laughs> let's don't do grades. Yeah. Like, too many people do that. So, the Shield versus the New Day. Yeah. Give us the your sloppy. <laughs> yeah, I, I think a sloppy match, which I agree with Brad. I've, I watched most of the, the replay, like the parts of this match. Uh-huh. Uh, a sloppy match deserves a sloppy review. I uh, disagree. I thought the match was great. Uh, it was good back and forth. I, like I said, I was really fo- – even though in the Fantasy League on the on the uh, 74 wrestling page, uh, I had put down for, new, for a shield – I was hoping that the New Day would have won. Uh, I think they could have went longer if that was, like, anything to say negative about it. I wish they would have went a little longer. Uh, but I think it was a solid match, in my opinion. Now, now I, who did they give, like, 40 minutes to? I, I read something I online. Both. I think it was on Wrestling 704. So, shout out to Wrestling 704, uh, which mm. is, like, one of our official Facebook pages. Yeah. So, uh but you have to be like an elite member of society to get accepted in that <laughs> yeah. page, according to Dutch. But uh, what, um, like, somebody put something about, I can't believe they gave him 40 minutes, and it was an early match. That might have been NXT. No, it wouldn't be. It could have been NXT because I watched no. NXT. But, like, so did, I wonder how long, uh, how long Sami Zayn and. Uh, yeah, it would have had to have been Sami Zayn and. There's no, there's no way they would have given them 40 Unless minutes. Unless they though. did it for Enzo. How long? How long? No. How, uh, how long did the Shield versus the New Day? I want to say it seemed like it was about 10 or 15 minutes. Okay. So, so the Shield uh, adhering to mm-hmm. New Day's uh, request on uh, Twitter mm-hmm. did not wear their vest and did yep. not wear any protective gear. They wore the t-shirts, didn't yep. they? They were the Raw I think Rollins still wore shield. the vest, but I think Rollins and uh, Ambrose didn't wear the, you know, tactical gear that they normally wear. Oh, Roman. <laughs> Leave it to Roman. <laughs> what, uh, so what was your favorite part of that match? Uh, what was it? When Big E did the spear through the ropes to Dean Ambrose. I don't know how, like. It was like. I see how he does that. Yeah. I see, like, how he rolls. It yeah. just takes, like, a rolling back bump. Yeah. But at some point, you have to question the. Oh, okay. So Brad said New Day and Shield got forty minutes. It didn't okay. seem that long to me. Uh, it's because you liked it. <laughs> it was not sloppy, Brad Wilson. <laughs> it was not sloppy because big man over here, Carrington. I don't know how to say your name on <laughs> Facebook. Uh, that needs to be your name. Like Car- we need Carrington. Well, when I was working in law enforcement and in the army, they used to call me Cuff Daddy because my last name is Cuff. Ah. So, Cuff Daddy, it is. Cuff Car- Daddy. We're throwing Kevin. We're throwing Carrington out the window. It's Cuff Daddy. <laughs> so uh, Brad is our. But thank you, Brad. Somebody watched Survivor Series. Yeah. Glenn, Cuff Daddy, <laughs> Cuff. Somebody watched. Thank you, Brad. Brad watched Survivor Series. Uh-huh. So uh, 
So the bell rung at seven. So that's forty minutes, like not including entrances. That's forty huh. minutes straight matches. I thought they started at like seven thirty or so. Because like I got the Dutch's house around. Brad, he's, he's unintentionally calling you a liar. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. But uh, I, mean, I believe it because uh, it might it might have been Brad. Because I thought it was early. I thought it started at like eight o'clock for the pay per view to start, and I was like, why is the new day going on at seven thirty? I don't know. It might have been. Did the pay per view start at seven? It seemed like it started at seven or seven thirty, if I'm not mistaken. They, is that something to, new they're doing? Yeah, I went to Dutch's house, and like I said, he was playing two K eighteen. I got there around like seven. Hold on, do they usually start at eight? Eight yeah, to nine, eight, eight to nine, nine, nine yeah. ten, ten. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't. Like, I watch the highlights. Like uh, I said, I'm I'm a big like I'm sorry WWE, but you I, you have my network. Like I pay for the network every month, and uh, I'm gonna go offhand for a second. Uh, if you have not watched the Kevin Owens 365 yet uh, on the network, uh, go watch that tonight. Okay, it's amazingly done. All right, back to the back uh, to the Survivor Series. I was scared, like, watching the highlights of this match, trying to figure out the story they told, because uh-huh. I feel like going into this match, they have to, like, one team has to look weak. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you put two of your top, six, like, three-man teams mm-hmm. in a match, and I understand this Raw yeah. versus SmackDown, and that's the biggest, yeah, that's the biggest issue with, uh, that's the biggest issue with, like, br- like champions versus champions, yeah. and, uh, like, this talent versus, I mean, not this talent, but when you're doing uh, when you're doing the whole yeah uh, champion versus like, champion somebody's going to look weak top yeah guy. somebody's going to look weak yeah even if even if it's a screw job yeah. somebody's going to look weak so uh I, that's what i was scared of and I, I don't necessarily think the new day are geniuses at not making themselves look weak yeah so uh i mean i don't i think they surpassed my expectation because yeah. i thought they were going to look weak but they didn't yeah. not that i could tell in the highlights yeah but uh, because like even with the finish of the match, like that uh, what was it the super shield power bomb? Yeah, I'm like, okay, you had to do it from the you know middle rope and stuff. It made them look like they were you know like you had to do that. Yes, and they did it to Kofi Kingston of all people, not Big E. So you know, it made them look legit even in defeat. I agree. Yeah. So moving on, uh, I, I clicked off of the thing. So after uh, the Shield versus the uh, New Day, uh-huh. we got the women's five on five traditional yeah. Survivor Series match. You got to run, give me the rundown on that one. I think it was very predictable with that. Uh, you knew Oscar yeah. wasn't going to be defeated in that match. Like yeah. I was like, like, Team Raw is going to win because they got Oscar. Very predictable. Yeah, and then you had Nia Jax, the big girl. And I'm not calling her fat. Yeah, you just did. she's a she's a BBW, <laughs> <laughs> but. No disrespect. Yeah. Her being counted. That's like the same thing they did like one year with uh, the Authority versus Team Cena. You yeah. know, you had Rusev get counted out. And, you know, it's, it was just it's a It's a cheap way. Like, I know I know we're going to talk about the uh, NXT TakeOver. That's what I'm yeah. looking forward to you because too. I have so much to talk about that. But, uh, we're like – how can one one side's booking be so good yeah. and storytelling be so good and the other one so bad? I don't even know. They must have different writers for each show. Oh, so. I mean, they do, but I'm talking, like, in a sense of NXT and, like, just the WWE brand. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, that's that's astounding like, to me. And I'm, like, I'm no one to pass judgment. Yeah. But it's, like, truly astounding to me. And uh, 
I can't like it, it's I can't like especially like, when you watch like I watched that 365 that I was just talking about uh, with yeah. Kevin Steen and like there's there's like footage of him going up to Vince uh-huh. and I don't want to like ruin it for anybody but this is a small part like the the thank you Seth I watched NXT Takeover. That's my segment. This is Glenn's segment, Seth. <laughs> Seth's asking, why, why don't I ever watch any of the shit you talk about? <laughs> I watch highlights, Seth. But, uh, but no. So, like, and you see, like, just to, I'm going to spoil something. This is just for example purposes. Uh, like, after the WrestleMania match with Jericho from Orlando. Yeah. He walks back and he asks Vince, he's like, is that what you wanted? He's like, no. Yeah. Like, straight up, like, no. No. I wasn't happy with it. And... It's, and you're like, okay, that's the same guy yeah. that approves some of this stuff. Yeah. Like, that's so intricate about, this is what I want. Yeah. I want it like this. I want it to be like this. Yeah. I want my pro up. And it's like, how can how can it be so different than somebody, I mean, Triple H might be like that too, or yeah. whoever helps book NXT. Yeah. But I don't, like, I don't know. I don't know if it's just, they overcomplicate it, it on, the, on like, the main roster. It seems like NXT... Is sort of booked like for the hardcore wrestling fans. It's done the old school way of booking wrestling matches and stuff and putting together a wrestling show. Whereas WWE, under Vince McMahon's control, is more like corporate. Yeah. Like it's done to please shareholders and, you know, please the casual fans and stuff to bring in more money. So, uh, to me, that's what the difference is when I watch NXT versus WWE and stuff. Yeah. I feel, I agree. And we, yeah. I mean, like we've talked about on the show before, um, people, like WWE, you have to, you have to uh, showcase your product to so many markets. Yeah. And so many, uh, like so many areas. Yeah. That is kind of, money. yeah. Like, and, and if, and I could be wrong, just like TNA. Yeah. Like, I'll... People talk so much crap about TNA, yeah. and as well, at some points they should. Uh-huh. And I don't like, like I, I've said it once, I've said it a million times, I don't like the crap on TNA. But it's, uh, like, their overseas market uh-huh. is so much more profitable than their United States market. That's what I heard, too. I heard That's like, what you, like, you, people look at it from a, like, we're, we're all Americans. Yeah. Some of us, not maybe not all of us who listen to this <laughs> show. But uh, when you are American, you tend to think that everything relies on America. Mm-hmm. Which is not the case. Yeah. In some things. So uh that's I mean, a lot of people and me and Dutch have talked about Jinder Mahal being the champion yeah. to boost the India yeah. profits for the for the company. Yeah. So uh maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe w- me watching and getting into the fandom zone, which I yeah. always get in like it's r- without dissecting something. Uh-huh. Like when I watch wrestling shows, I dissect everything. Uh-huh. Like, this is how they do that. That's how they, okay, I see how they do this. How do they do this production piece? How do you do all that? And it, sometimes it sucks. Sometimes yeah. you hate the fact that uh, you know too much. You yeah. want to, you wish you could dumb your brain down yeah. to just enjoy <laughs> wrestling. Enjoy the stories that are being told. Yeah. And sometimes I can. And one of the main times that I can is during NXT shows. And during uh, uh, this, uh, there's a there's a creeper at the door. <laughs> but yeah, it's like during NXT shows. And stop, dude! You point that gun at me, it freaks me out. That's gonna sound horrible <laughs> when people listen to this and they can't see it. Uh, but yeah, so it's kind of because I don't want to get shot. I'm doing a show. For those of you who are just joining, 
Cyrus is running rampant around the studio because today is his birthday. We've already sang happy birthday to him. Right, but just don't just don't bother us. You can do anything you want over there. So, and you made us lose two viewers. So. <laughs> but uh, Duel, you got stuff. But back to what I was talking about. Yeah. But NXT makes like makes me like channel into that back into that fandom yeah. zone. Like the and we'll get to it. But dude, okay, I, I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, it's, it's very like. Maybe the last time that I was able to channel that was when and it was the New Orleans WrestleMania uh-huh. when Daniel Bryan won the title, oh, yeah. and me a- and my buddy Jeff were sitting there, oh, okay. and it was insane. And that was like mar- that was like back to when I was yeah. like twelve or thirteen year old, like oh, years yeah. old, just marking out like crazy. I'm gonna tell you at a moment wrestling that show. made me do that was when Survivor Series a few years ago when Sting debuted. Oh yeah, I was like every yeah. wrestling fan of Sting's. Knows why you you know why I'm a geek out over this because yeah. we never thought he would do that. Yeah, and he did it. And and the worst part about it is, like social media ruins every yeah. everything. And I say that yeah. with the risk of people watching this on social media. <laughs> so I apologize. Thank you for watching this on social media. But uh, it does because then like you see all these news articles, all these sheets, yeah. like saying, oh well, Sting Sting signed a contract with WWE. Yeah, think like think about if. Nobody knew anything, and somebody just showed up. Yeah. It would be way like, more It would be insane. Yeah. Like, if they – God forbid. Not God forbid. That's not – I'm just jumping around. Uh, I'm getting excited. You got me getting me excited, Glenn. <laughs> Cuff daddy. But <laughs> but think think about if they clear Daniel Bryan. Oh, buddy. If they clear Daniel Bryan and they don't let anybody know. And mm. then, like, he just shows up and says, I'm going to wrestle you tonight. Yeah. Everybody's like, "Oh, they're gonna get find out a way to get out of this." Yeah, and then he actually shows up in his gear and wrestles. Wow, that'd like, be a great highest problem. rated segment in Raw in in like maybe history. Yeah, and it's that simple. Yeah. Like, don't I, I know it's hard, and I know I'm speaking like from the outside. Yeah, but if they could keep anything a secret anymore, it'd be amazing. Like I said, they probably did. A, I think they did a good job too with AJ Styles. They when did. He, when he did, they did. did at the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Like, I was not expecting him to debut in the Royal well, Rumble. Well, the beauty of it is is because AJ, like, they didn't do any press releases. They didn't yeah. do, like, and AJ was like, I, I don't know where I'm going. Yeah. Like, AJ played into it. Anytime yeah. he did an interview, it's like, I don't know where I'm going. Yeah. Uh, he never said once I've had talks with WWE or yeah. offers on the table or anything. Yeah. So you go into, I I probably watched, I can't remember specifically, uh-huh. but I probably watched, uh, yeah, that's a good point. I'll, I'll get to you in one second, Brad. But uh, I probably watched Royal Rumble just to see if AJ Styles was going to debut. Yeah. And think about well, like, and I know that means nothing to them anymore because right. they have the network and they don't have they don't have to go buy pay per view buys yeah. and all that stuff. But uh, just think about what they could do if they could give those shock and all yeah like presentation again. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be all the time. Make it special. Yeah. Do it like once every six months, once a year, uh-huh. just something. And last year might have been AJ. But it was AJ last year, Rumble, or year 2016. 2016. Well, no, 20. Was it 2016? When is the Rumble? January? Oh, January 2018. Is so, the Rumble coming up? So last January. So it was this yeah. past, this year that he. No, it was last year. Cause no, because he was at WrestleMania in Dallas. Okay, okay, gotcha. But, uh, but yeah, past. Brad makes a good point uh-huh. uh, in the in the comments. He says that's what makes the Jericho Omega Wrestle Kingdom announcement so much oh, more yeah. impressive. I agree 100%. Yeah. 
because they went after each other on Twitter. Twitter. And the beauty of that was you're like, well, Jericho's a WWE guy, yeah. and Omega's never going to WWE because I say that even more now that I've met him. <laughs> yeah. uh, like, it's never going to happen. And mm. then New Japan puts it together and does it yeah. out of the blue yeah. to whereas it was trending on yeah. Twitter. Like, from Japan, between the from time, it, yeah. from Japan, and a few clips get online. Yeah. It's, in, like, yeah, it's, it's insane. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's like WWE... I mean, like one reference. I know we're getting off, to, off topic, uh, but that's why this is called the Open Forum Show. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't care what anyone says. Uh, UFC became the UFC uh, because they grabbed WWE's marketing system. Yeah, they did. They started doing video packages like WWE oh, yeah. back in the 90s and uh-huh. early 2000s, mid-2000s. Mm-hmm. They started having their characters like WWE. Oh, I don't yeah. – Conor like, McGregor you know channels what? wrestlers all the time. Yeah. Like, screw you if you say that UFC fighters aren't characters. <laughs> they are. Because I know two UFC fighters personally, and they are not like they are on TV. <laughs> like, they are, yeah. like, that one of them is. Riddle, yeah. Riddle, <laughs> But the other one is not. And uh, they, like, it's, like, why, I understand, I understand from a family perspective. You're trying to, you're trying to present a, a rep, or present a family product. Yeah. I and mean, I know, like, the kids buy the t-shirts. Mm-hmm. The, uh, you're still hitting that, that 18 to 40 demographic yeah. of uh, buying t-shirts right, so, yeah. because you're releasing cool designs. Yeah. And, and, I understand, and their marketing system might have it. And, uh, but it's like, I don't, I don't know. I think they're, I think they leave a lot on the table yeah. in that. And, and it might, I mean, I might just be talking myself into a ditch because NXT <laughs> might be the brand that gives you that feeling yeah. and gives you that. And they're making money off that. Yeah. It can't cost, I mean, to to me and you, it's a ton of money. But yeah. from a business perspective, it can't cost a ton of money to produce TV out of full sale. Yeah. You know, and yeah. and, and then they're going to do uh, it. We were talking about that at the uh, at Dutch's house watching Survivor Series. It was like, yo, they're getting like free labor out of this because they're getting students to produce. You know, work the cameras. Oh and yeah, stuff. dude. So I tried like to I tried I tried to go through some sources to get uh, a job. Uh, <laughs> and I didn't want to travel with WWE, <laughs> yeah. and I remember when Cedric was down there. I was uh, like, I text Cedric. I was like, Cedric, dude, can you get me a job in Florida? <laughs> like, just working for NXT. Yeah. Like, I'll I'll put up rings. Uh, I'll I'll I just want to do some type of video production, and uh, some was that you or me? Oh, me. Oh, somebody. Face Turn face. your phone down. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But uh, the it scared me for a second. But uh, yeah, and they're like, no students do it all. Surprise for yeah, fans. like why? Why don't you like keep things under wraps? And I understand. Yeah. Like back back to what I, my original piece is. Like it's, it's so hard to keep anything under wraps because so yeah. many people know about so much. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's my that's my deal. Is uh, we have a show uh, coming up in January for uh, PWX called X16. You gonna be there both nights? Yeah. Nice. So we have surprises, and I'm not gonna <laughs> tell you because you need to come. You need to buy a ticket, and uh, you will find out what those very very uh, amazing surprises are for that okay. that tournament. But uh, let me see. We, so we just talked about the women's five. The five on five women's. Five we on five women's. We were saying that it was very predictable. Yeah. Uh, you know, an Oscar is going to win and everything. Uh, and, like, yeah. Once again, you're coming in with uh, knowing what's that. Gonna happen. Yeah, knowing what's going to happen. So. Yeah. And it made Oscar look very strong because she ended it taking on two people. 
It did. And she defeated both of them. And I know they're trying to make Oscar look strong, but yeah. like, assume that your that your audience watches NXT. Yeah. Like, like if you any time that people like people will make the argument like Vince thinks people don't watch NXT because it's not his product. Yeah. I mean, it is his product, but Triple H is the right. main catalyst yeah. of it. But if you uh. are even remotely smart to anything, you would understand that by the reactions these people get when yeah. they debut yeah. on Raw or SmackDown, yeah. people know who they are. Exactly. Like the crowd watches. It's yeah. not like they it's not like they they just come in and say, Oh, this guy's new. Yay! Yeah. It doesn't happen like <laughs> yeah. that. They're they're already emotionally invested yeah. into the character. So there's no yeah. point in in trying to reinvent them. Yeah. Or uh assuming that you need to introduce them to the crowd. Yeah. Like take what they built, like they did with Owens. Yeah, they did with Owens. They did oh, with Sami Zayn. I love how Zane. they did with them with Owens, where he came in with the NXT and, title and just destroyed and challenged Cena. John Cena. Yeah, I love that. God, that's how you do it. That's it's, and it made that NXT title look a lot stronger. Yes, by doing that. Agreed. And I wish they'd do it a lot more. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on to the next one. This is this is pretty interesting right. match. Uh, the United States champion Baron Corbin defeated the Intercontinental champion. That was a total surprise. I mean, yes. the Baron Corbin won because, like, I think everyone thought that the Miz was just gonna just flat out beat him. Yeah, and it was a shocker. I was like, okay, they probably did that to make you know SmackDown look strong, give SmackDown a point or whatever. But it was just a shocker to me. Uh, I like how the Miz like worked over his knee. I mm-hmm. was like. He's going to win by the figure four because he's breaking that knee down. Yeah. And I was like, turns out he, he's able to hit his finisher. You know, yeah. Baron Corbin's able to hit his finisher with the bum knee and everything. And I was like, wow. That was just uh, odd. It was it was very in- interesting. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. And then they kind of shit on the Miz during Raw. Yeah. I was like, what Which the is, hell? yeah. I don't think he's in a doghouse. I just think he's yeah. so good at being the bad guy. Yeah. And he is so over that he doesn't have to look good every yeah. match. Like he can make other people look good. Yeah. Miz is at that point in his career where he where he makes everyone else look amazing. Yes. Like he he doesn't have to do any more yeah. work. He everybody knows his talents, his knows his skill set. Are, are the ish. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we'll we'll skip ahead too yeah. because it's eight o'clock. We got thirty yeah. minutes and we got a lot to talk about. Yeah. And Darren knows a ton of matches. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me, I want to give your opinion before I give my opinion yeah. on the five on five main event. Yeah, I want to get your opinion there, Cuff. Cuff Man, Daddy. I think the talent in that match was overshadowed by the veterans. Yes. Especially Triple H. I mean, Dutch. I like Triple H and all, but. Dutch, who couldn't make the show, called me and talked to me for 10 minutes about this about this yeah. topic. And he said that you and him talked about it yeah. at the show. But, uh, yeah, I agree. I it's Like, if you're going to make a match. Especially a Survivor Series match, and showcase a lot of your top talent from each brand. Yeah, don't there don't question if they can draw or not. Exactly. Like just let them, just let them go. Let them exactly. go and do it. That's how you find out. Uh-huh. You had Lesnar versus AJ Styles, which is which is one match that will sell the whole card. Yeah. You don't need to overstack <laughs> the main event. No. And I think they kind of like, overstacked it to out try to outdo. Yeah. And it, and it shot back in their face like it always does. Yes, it is. And it's uh it it, it can't. It, Ended up being the Triple H show. Yeah, it did. And that's, that's like, one thing I don't like when they bring Triple H back is, like, he tends to, like, overshadow the newer talent. 
And it, it seems now. like it's. And it also seems like I don't think it's intentional, but I think it's. I think it happened. is. I think it's his. It's his way to stay yeah. relevant. Yeah, and also, uh, man, it made me lose my train of thought. Sorry, my apologies. <laughs> uh, now you now you know what it's like <laughs> being, in the, being in the passenger seat of this car. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, it's like Triple H. It seems like there could be other matches that are great, and he wants to involve any of his matches. Yeah. Like anything he has his hand in, he wants that to be up there listed amongst the greats, even though it might not be. Yeah. But, it's yeah. I, I think it's his way to stay relevant yeah. on the main roster is to uh like be like throw so, himself into these showcase exactly. moments yeah. and then make it all about him. Yeah. Like did they really need him to play a mind game with Shane to Exactly. Like, Come you on. could have just went in there and did what you had to and, you know, beat him. Yeah, you had Samoa Joe. It's, the I mean, team was stacked. Like, if anything, what I would have done is you know Shane's going to want a, a WrestleMania match again. Yeah. So if anything, what I would have done was is have Shane mm-hmm. and whoever's going to face Shane. So if you want to do mm-hmm. Shane versus Samoa Joe yeah. at WrestleMania, uh-huh. let Joe choke out Shane. Exactly. And that starts the story to go to WrestleMania. Exactly. Instead, you're going to probably do. I, mean, I assume they're going to do Hunter versus Tr- Angle at WrestleMania. That's yeah. going to be Angle's last match. <laughs> yeah, I'm just dreading that match. Yeah, because Angle, he's he's still in good shape, but he looks like he can't go like that no more. Yeah, like, he it's it's almost it's scary. Yeah, it's like the way he. It's not even the way he looks; it's the way he moves. Yeah, because like I was looking at him just walk around the ring. I'm like. Carnegie starting to look like he's you know getting up there in age, like he might not be able to. Do it's like it's like he's got to keep his. This sounds so weird, and I love Carnegie. Yeah. It's like he's got to lean his body forward yeah. to keep his balance, his back balance, yeah. so it, he doesn't fall over. Yeah, like, is that what? It, yes, yeah. that's what. And he started like. to look kind of like that in TNA, but yeah. in his TNA run, it was like he he was still like in good shape, yeah. like and could move like yeah. good. Yeah. I think it was when he like when he took that time off. Yeah, that's when it kind of. Even when it, like he got in the ring to wrestle during that match, it looked like he may have been like gassed a few times. Yeah, he looked because like, I think he had like John Cena down on the ground, like in a position for a, a German suplex, and he was just like there, like okay, I'm catching my breath. I'm, we're going to get up. Yeah, and then I'm going to do it, you know. But he was like down there for a while. I'm like, dang. Yeah, you know, it's just, I'm just dreading it. Yeah, I agree. And it's uh, yeah, I don't know. But let's go. Let's switch over to yeah. NXT. I'm tired yeah. of talking about Survivor Series. We we spent way too much time on yeah. that. And uh, let me tweet this out real quick. Cause cause our internet sucks. <laughs> All right, I'm just letting everybody know, everybody know we're back. But yeah, right. so NXT. Yeah. NXT TakeOver, War Games. Yeah. And uh, I made a post, and I'm All not right. taking credit, All but right. I made a post. About, uh, we did War Games like two years ago. Yeah. At PWX. Yeah, I've seen the highlights and for it. It was like, it was the most insane thing ever. Uh, and it was something that after we announced it, we were like, I, we have no idea how we're going to pull this off. Mm-hmm. And uh, the similarities were insane. Yeah. Which, I, and it's a War Games match. Everything, yeah. Everything's built the same way. Like, yeah. you tell the same story, it's built the same way. But yeah. And uh, I personally, everybody gave. I'm jumping right into the main event. I'm sorry. Everybody gave so much grief about the top me not being on the cage. Oh, yeah. I thought it was fine. 
I, when I heard the news, I was like one of those people. I was like, yo, they need to have the roof on there. But then, like, when it's the match, you know, commenced. Yeah, it was like, I was like okay. okay. I get I, it, yeah, know? yeah, like, okay. I like this little twist on it. And it's, here, let me, uh, NXT War Games results. Let's get a War Games card. Yeah. I remember that because it was only, like, five matches. Yeah. Oh, I got it. I had it right here. Yeah. All right. So, opening match. Uh-huh. Was Cassius Ono versus Lars Sullivan? Uh, I loved this yeah. match. I love Chris Hero yeah. and Lars Lars Sullivan. Yeah. I, I have seen like here and there. Yeah, but this that dude is incredible. Yeah, I was like that was a, a very solid, hard hitting match. Not hardcore or anything, but it, you know both guys are heavy hitters, and I yes. liked it. Yeah, and and so, Lars Sullivan, guys like strong as I don't know what. Because, like, he was lifting Cassius Ono up like it was nothing. Yeah, and, dude, he was a big guy. He was, like, 6'5". Yo. 6'4", 6'5". Like, Lars Sullivan looks like, man, he looks like he could be, like, Andre the Giant's son for he, real. Like, he, he reminds me of what's, what was the guy in the in 2000s that was Russian. Russian. That uh, had, like, the box face with the flat top. Vladimir. Um, yeah, Kozlov. Kozlov, yeah. Like, Laura Sullivan is what Vladimir Kozlov should have been. been. Yeah. Like, truthfully. Yeah. Like, that dude is insane. He's got, like, and, a rugged and the story look. And the story they told, like, in that match uh, of Hero continuously, like, yeah. killing killing yeah. with kick, like, kicks and elbows. Yeah. And him just withstanding them. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, two giants in the ring wrestling each yeah. other, giving you a David versus Goliath yeah. type feel, which was amazing. Yeah. Uh, second match was... I'll call it match of the night. Uh, it was Alistair Black versus the Velveteen Dream. Oh, yeah. That was a, a very excellent match. Had great ring, in-ring mind psychology to it. I loved the uh, tribute to Rick Rude with the yes. uh, tights. The, oh, the yes. Dream. When he took off his, like, oh, yeah. I was a little skeptical about Velveteen Dream when I first saw his character, but, like, I'm a fan now. Once again, <laughs> the Velveteen, and I don't, I'm, I'm not comparing them to uh, the wrestler, like, their talent levels. Yeah. The Velveteen Dream is who Orlando Jordan should have been. Yeah, like this is the way. This is what happens yeah. when it's done right. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I remember. I remember when that guy got. That guy's from Maryland, isn't he? Uh, he like he was Leo Rush's partner. Who uh, is that? The same guy? The Patrick, Patrick whatever Clark, his name is. Yeah. Uh, tough enough. Yes. I'm not sure where he's from, but he's from Maryland. He yeah. was Leo Rush's partner. Oh, for real? I believe in Maryland. If okay. I'm not mistaken, if my memory serves me correctly. But dude, insane match. Yeah. Insane storytelling. Yes. I've seen. Uh, Alistair Black, which I'm trying to remember his independent name. Uh, I'll say Alistair Black. I've seen him wrestle live at, uh-huh. at PWG, uh-huh. and he is insane talent. Yes. And, uh, dude, yeah, that match, I had low expectations for that match. Uh, but I love the story, uh-huh. and I loved. I feel like that this, if you look at, like, the story of how they got to this point yeah. and the way it was filmed and the way it was produced and put mm-hmm. together – this was the first time they put like WWE like packages, yeah, and not I'm mean, not necessarily packages, but like a WWE feel, yeah, into a storyline, yes. Like whenever uh, Aleister Black stood up and yeah. then he stood up behind them, yeah, and little like little nuances like <laughs> Yo, that. I and was like, what? It was world? And it made it, it made it in like yeah. insanely good, and then to deliver on a match like oh, that, oh yes, dude, and the and the way like he says his name at the end. And he's kind of looking, and he's kind of smiling, but he's still hurting. Yeah. To, yeah. And that it's, like, Alistair, when when you're a character like Alistair Black, yeah. 
your job is to get people over. Yeah. Because you're already over. Yeah. Like, they've put the time, not really the time, they've put the belief system in you yeah. that you can knock somebody out with one kick. Yeah. All your matches are short. Uh-huh. When somebody, when you actually give somebody a match and they take it out on you and yeah. it's actual battle, uh-huh. like, you, it's your job to put people over. Yeah. And, I, dude, that Velveteen Dream is uh-huh. a, like, star. The minute that, that he got pinned in that match, yeah. he, was, he, he became a star. Yeah. He was like, like, even he got him to say his name at the end. Yeah, and that's that's the yeah. beauty of it is Alistair Black won the match, but yeah. Velveteen Dream he won, came out a winner. Came out a winner. Yeah. So both of them, you left that whole scenario yeah. looking super strong. Win win situation. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. So after after that, which uh, I don't know how you followed that, they <laughs> did with the uh, four women yeah, championship a, match. Another great solid. Oh match. Oh my god! And it love Ember uh, Moon. Yeah, and it's hard when you got four people in a match for everybody to get their stuff in, everybody yeah. to stay, like give each other space. Uh-huh. And they didn't really have, dude, the power bomb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> by Ember Moon. Yeah, on the outside. On the outside. Yeah, well, it looked like it hurt. Was insane. I was like, man. But I'm going to tell you a little funny, something a little funny. Okay. When I was watching that match, you know, we got the little fantasy league going on on Wrestling 704 page. Yeah. I picked Ember Moon. Somebody came on there and said, well, rumors are Ember Moon's supposed to go get called up soon. I don't think she's going to no. win. I'm going to put it on Nikki Cross. And I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to I think, I think at some point Nikki Cross should yeah. get it. I think at yeah. some point all all four of those girls yeah. should get it. Yeah. I feel like Carrie Sane, like during the match watching it, I feel yeah. like I feel like she was kind of lost at a few points. Oh, yeah. Like, and I know her English I don't think is very, like, very good. Yeah. But – uh yeah, she was the only one that looked kind of lost. Yeah, but the and, rest of them did. Everybody did look good in the match. But yeah, there were some points where she did seem a little lost and yeah. stuff. Yeah, and then uh, like like uh, uh, what's her name? Not uh, Peyton, Peyton Royce. Royce. Nikki uh, Cross. Uh, yeah. Nikki Cross like just threw her a few times. Yeah. Like you could tell that uh, she was kind of lost, and she just yeah. grabbed her and like Germaned her, yeah. or suplexed her, and stuff. Yeah. But it was oh, a stellar match, and I that, love uh, the ending. What about that double eclipse? We lost it again. End. Oh, man. Uh, no, I think we're still up. Yeah, we're still uh, up. The uh, double eclipse at the end was yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah. I was like, I didn't think she could hit it on both of them, but she wound up doing it. Yeah. It was – uh, I don't know, man. It was – like, you could It was. You could tell that it was, was going to happen. Yeah. It was predictable. Yeah. But the fact that she hit it so clean yeah. was awesome, and I like the fact that she pinned the girl that was on the on the lower end on the lower it. end yeah. of it. They got the most of it. Yeah. But uh, moving on to the next one, uh, the biggest shocker of the night, uh, to where to the point where I thought it was a mess up. Yeah. And uh, it was that's where uh, Adrian Cien Almas. Uh, oh yeah. Beat Drew McIntyre. Oh yeah, I was, I was surprised by that one, but uh, I, I did pick him to win uh, during the fantasy league. Everybody else chose Drew McIntyre. I was like, seeing almost gonna win it. To me, it's like you look at booking and stuff with like title matches and stuff, and you look at the current champion's title reign. You know, if he's getting, I, I like Drew McIntyre. Yeah, hell of a talent. He really wasn't being talked about much as an NST champion. Uh, in my opinion, in yeah, my he, opinion. I, th- I feel like his run was. Yeah. Uh, I feel like his run was a little subpar, uh, but I think that goes back to 
people saw, like people have seen him in WWE yeah. before. So, like if he was a WWE superstar, why wouldn't he go to the top and win exactly. a tournament belt? You know, exactly. But like I, I felt like he, like at the end of this match, they they announced that McIntyre got hurt. Yeah. Um. It's like I was kind of worried, in a sense. Well, I felt like he was worried about taking the move, which looked weird anyway. Yeah, it did. And uh, it was almost like he kicked out. Like, he kicked with his feet out when yeah. the, he hit him with the DDT. Yeah. Like, almost like he was going to flip over. Yeah. And then when he pinned him, I was like, you could tell he hurt his arm yeah. whenever he did it because he rolled over and grabbed his arm. Yeah. And I when you're, like, you're trained to look and see when when people get hurt. And get so. hurt. And uh, it was... Like I don't know. It was almost I, like I seriously, uh-huh. whenever it happened, I thought, like, he got hurt. Uh-huh. He knew he was hurt. He knew he tore something. Yeah. So he just let see it almost beat him. See it almost almost yeah. beat him and get yeah. the belt. But then the celebration, the time they put into the celebration, yeah, I was like, okay, they. I am really happy for seeing almost though. I am, yeah. He's come a long yeah, way. Yeah, dude. I remember going to the NXT shows in Charlotte, uh-huh. it, like the first time they came around, and he yeah. was doing like anybody that was coming in new. He was yeah. the one that would work them, yeah, like to get them trained into yeah, the system. Yeah, I remember that. So I mean, he's put in his time, and uh, yeah. yeah, he's yeah. Congratulations, man. Yeah. And it's it's cool. I know. I'm like in <laughs> in the United States now. Yeah, I shouldn't like pull for Hispanic people or stuff like that. <laughs> But uh, no, I think it's cool to have like a Mexican, yeah, like a Mexican champion, yeah, like a for that nationality, like yeah. holding a holding a WWE championship yeah. belt. So yeah, that was awesome. And then after that, like the, you just put those matches together, and that's yeah. an amazing pay per view. Oh yeah. Then after that, you got the War Games, which is Sanity, the Undisputed Era, uh-huh. and the uh, was it the something uh, of pain, authors of pain, authors of and pain, Roger and Strong. Roderick Strong. So I know a lot of people in this match. Uh, and did they redo war games? Uh, uh, oh, before we jump into that, I love how they switched rings, like old school war games. Oh style. yeah, like each match was in a different ring. Yeah, which was well done. Yeah. Uh, but okay, let's talk about. We were talking about earlier the top mm-hmm. being off the cage. So you were okay uh, with it after you saw the match? After I saw the match, I was like, okay, I'm I'm a fan of it. You know, I like the tweaks what they did. Um, but at first, I was like, man, they can't do a war games without the top one. I was like. You know, it's, it's war games. You know, yeah. that's what made it special. Yeah. I remember seeing, like, Brian Pillman getting powerbombed and bouncing off the roof of the cage down to the mat. Yeah. And I was like, how are they going to do this? I was like, I hope, like, hell, you know, it's not <laughs> BS. But I'm a fan. Yeah. I, I love the tweaks. Love the everything they did with that. The talent that was in it. They did a phenomenal job. Uh, what's his name? Adam Cole. <laughs> yeah. He... <laughs> Yeah, I thought he was going to escape the cage and forfeit for his team. And he just, you know, something else came out of that when he was at the top of the cage. So I was like, okay, that's what really made me, like, a believer of not having a roof on the cage and stuff. But, you know, kudos to those guys. I think War Games was done uh, correctly, and it paid homage to the original. And it was just a, a, a great match, entertaining to watch and everything. I just wish that the titles were on the line. The tag titles were on the line during that match, though. It would have been – seemed like it would have been more uh, on the line, you know, to do this. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's okay. If anything else can screw up, please <laughs> uh, beg of you to screw up. 
Thank you. Hello, Antron Brewer. And we, it was a shame that we didn't see Brewer. Do you know Brewer? The, uh, he's a referee for NXT. Oh. One of, one of our good friends. Uh. That's him. Okay. Yeah, we're talking about NXT. But, uh, yeah. Uh, the, like, I like how they, like, by not putting a top on the cage, I yeah. love the addition of the rule. Yeah. Like, if you leave, if you escape the cage, you yeah. disqualify your team. Exactly. So that handles that piece yeah. of it because the whole top, the reason for the top on the cage back in the NWA days was so yeah. no one can escape. Yeah. So now you can escape, but you escape it to the detriment of your team. Yeah. So I like that aspect. Um, I, I like, as, as bad as this sounds, I feel like that, like, Eric, Eric Young's nose got busted open early. Yeah. But then I, I never I never wish anybody to get injured yeah. or to get cut. But like whenever uh, the guy from Wolf. Sanity, Alexander Wolf, Alexander Wolf, uh-huh. German suplexed uh, one of the, the archers was hanging through the table and hit yeah. murder like yeah. the back of his head got busted open pretty. I think it was the back of his head. Yeah, uh, like that adds so much to that match. Oh, like yeah. it shows you. I, I hate that it happened. I, yeah. I don't want anybody to uh, to. I don't want anybody to like think that I'm I'm like uh, liking when I like when people get hurt or when people bleed. Uh-huh. No, but when you have a match called War Games yeah. and you're trying to sell the brutality of it, yeah, uh, when something like that happens, uh-huh. at the end of the day, you're gonna have to get stitches. You're yeah. gonna get, it's gonna heal up, but it adds so much to that match. Exactly, like the blood adds so much to the match. Like, yeah. you know, and that's just like that's old school. Yeah, you know, like Booker T was saying in, on the uh, kickoff show that. He was like, you leave a little piece of you inside yeah. of that match. That's the yeah. reason why it hadn't been around for so long. He's like, anybody who's ever stepped in the ring will tell you. I mean, he stepped inside a War Games match will tell you, you know, you're going to leave out a different person. And I think I'd add it to it, you know, to the mystique of the match. I agree. And it's, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I thought that everybody in the match uh-huh. did so well and uh-huh. was so, like, Everything was done carefully. Yeah. But everything was done with just enough like disregard for your body. Yeah. That it was like amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. And the fact that everyone everyone got their stuff in. Yeah. Everyone looked looked like a legitimate team. Yes. Yeah. And even in the end of it all, everybody came out strong like they could go in there with anybody else into a war games yeah. match and win a war games yeah. match. Which is what you need to do in a, in a situation <laughs> yeah. like that. What about Killian Dane doing that coast to coast? Dude. <laughs> Yo, oh. I think he was like, I don't want to say this. I think he was like the star of the match right there. You know, I think, yeah, I think they put the a lot of time into his, yeah. like into his stuff. Yeah. And I think, and I, and I think he's, he's the biggest man of the match. Yeah. So I think the, all, all parties did really well yeah. of making him look like the powerhouse. Yeah. Out of, I mean, you have nine people. Yeah. So you have to make everybody stand mm. out. They made Adam Cole look like the chicken shit heel. <laughs> they made Kyle O'Reilly and uh, and Bobby Fish look right. like uh, the little like uh, little like the knights, go, the knights yeah. to the king who yeah. is. Like they they'll take they'll take care of business yeah. and wear them down so O'Reilly can come in. Uh-huh. You had Eric Young just throwing caution to the wind, oh, yeah. going after everybody. <laughs> you had uh, Roderick Strong who just wanted to get his hands on Adam Cole yeah. and and undisputed era. Yeah. Then you had the authors of pain that that just do what they always do and yeah. and use their size to yeah, their advantage. Size to the advantage. And just powerhouse everybody. Yeah. I liked how they, uh, they came out in uniform too together. The Officer of Pain yeah. and Roger Strong with the camos and stuff. I was like, okay. 
either you know they're gonna be a team, yeah, or either they're gonna turn on them somewhere in the match or whatever. But only other thing I can say the the negative takeaway from that, mm-hmm. I didn't like the shark cage thing. I was like, that's stupid looking, you know. I'm like, I they, see, I I disagree. I liked it. I like really. uh, I like the the from a from a like presentation uh-huh. point. I like the presentation of them walking out, and yeah. I love how everybody sold. They didn't want to get into the shark cage. Yeah, like I, I think they could have done more. This is bare, me critiquing like an asshole. Uh-huh. Uh, like they should have done more in a sense of like I, like I want I want to start. No no yeah. no. I want to start. No, yeah. Okay, I'll start. Then you like like let me start. Yeah, it was a uh, very predictable. It was more the captains. Yeah, it the was match. it was more of a like a. Okay, we already know who's going to start, and we'll go yeah. get in the we'll go get in the back. Yeah, like we'll go get in the cages. Yeah, but then I liked how like they could tease each other through the cages. Yeah. Uh, like I if if it would have, I don't know if it could have been done. But I would have loved to seen like the authors of pain. Like uh, if they came, they when did they, they went in last, didn't they? Or no, no, uh, no sanity came in last. Yeah. So like when the authors of pain, they went in second. Uh, so if they would have grabbed, like if like say if if authors of pain would have went first, uh, if they would have went over to the undisputed era uh, and like pushed their cage yeah. over, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then ran in. Yeah. And then the undisputed era, like they had to get out of the cage and like crawl out. Or if they. Would have done something to prevent them from getting out of the cage. I know it's already locked, but if you would have done something like put another lock or get the key to get uh, prevent them from getting in, yeah, from getting out or whatever, yeah, that would have been a little more intriguing too. But uh, I, I I really didn't like the shark cage thing. I thought you're like, okay, they maybe should have stayed in the back and then came yeah. out or whatever. But you know, but it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. But no, stellar stellar show. Yeah. Uh, NXT TakeOver always delivers, and yes. it still delivers. Yes. And it's just, uh, yeah, it's awesome. Yes. It was a great it, show. Unlike the stream on this show. It's <laughs> yeah. still cutting in and out. Technical difficulties. Yeah, so uh, if you're listening to this on Wednesday night, and it's cutting uh, or it's on Wednesday, after Wednesday, I apologize. I need to come up with a secondary method of re- recording this podcast. And, uh, yeah. So, I think we just went out again. But, yeah, we're going to go ahead and close this bad boy out because I'm sick and effing tired. But, yeah. So, I apologize for all the technical difficulties. Uh, we'll have this fixed next week. Maybe Dutch screwed us all over. <laughs> and he was supposed to. Listen, we're going to blame. Dutch, you are supposed to bring the the router booster thing. And you didn't show up. So, uh, for all your hate mail to uh, Christian Dutch on Facebook. I don't know what his middle name is on Facebook. Michael. Michael, Christian Michael Dutch <laughs> on Facebook. What you should we give out his phone number? No, <laughs> well, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give out his phone number. But uh but yeah, I don't know what the hell is going on. And this has been a cluster. Brian, I will get with you to get the equipment that we need to uh do this right. Blame Dutch. Yeah, but we're but as of right now, we are going to blame Dutch because we can. <laughs> I hope he's watching. I hope he is too. <laughs> Douche. <laughs> Douche. He's <Dutch>. probably working. <laughs> but yeah. But uh, yeah. Once again, every uh, Tuesday at 7 p.m., we will not have uh, streaming issues like this ever again. I will make sure of it. And uh, Glenn's going to be joining us every every Tuesday now. He's a part of the team. He passed the test. Yes. And so, yeah, it's been fun. And Glenn, I appreciate you. Do you know the outro that we do? 
Do you remember it? I'm Cuff Daddy. You're uh, I, I say, I Cuff Daddy. You say for Patrick. Okay. All right, we're gonna try this. Okay. This is the end of the test. This is the last question. Okay. If you pass this question, then you, you're okay. your own. Three, two, one. Okay. For Cuff Daddy, I'm Patrick. For Patrick, I'm Cuff Daddy. And this is the Wrestling Open Forum Show. <laughs>